You've got to just, just counting us in. Did you hear that? Huh? Just a little count in for us. Yeah. Are we live? Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, we're live. Just wanted to make sure it doesn't get like totally destroyed. But I think that should be fine. Um, I might just do this. I reckon if I. Podcast three, numero three. All the best, all the best movies, all the best trilogies. And in threes. And in threes. Yeah. Um, but some of them should have stayed that way. And now we get into the whole Star Wars conversation that only Will might be interested in hearing, <laughs> frankly. So this is episode three. Um, it's also, I guess, the Christmas edition. The Christmas special? It's, sure. I think so, right? Right, so it's going to be what? Festive. Festive. Two two-hour parts. I don't know, I feel like Christmas special. Oh, do you like the office and stuff, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, so this is a Christmas special. Maybe a bit of housekeeping first. Oh, yeah. Um, we did not address our listener mail last time. Oh, yeah, okay. So, I think it's lost we've talked about today. It's been a few weeks since our last uh, podcast, but... Coming up, I'm sure we will talk about the... With the um, as a bit of a flag, we'll probably chat about what happened to me with the. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the, uh, your comeuppance. What are my comeuppance? But the meeting up with the lentils people again. Um, the new box. We'll leave that as a bit of like a heads up. That's coming up later. Later in the show. Later in the show. Let's confirm. Um, what did Bradley from Indonesia write? He was asking about high school. I mean, uh, yeah. university. SJW prevalence. Cultural appropriation, banning of speakers, and another illiberal, illiberal tendencies happening in campuses in the US. Um, very good, very interesting. Um, I'm in particular interested in the idea of cultural appropriation. Just mm. um, any opening thoughts on that? In general, cultural appropriation? Well, we have okay. talked talk white beforehand about how all culture is appropriated to some degree. I mean, there are, there are things cultures add, obviously. Someone has to come up with a freaking headdress or, like, whatever. But there's no pure culture completely unadorned with, you know, features from other cultures, you know? Yeah, exactly, right? And why is it okay for a culture that is geographically proximate to one to mingle more than for one that is geographically more distant or temporally separated? I don't know. Does that make any sense to you? Nope. Indian and Pakistani cultures have mingled for hundreds or thousands of years, right? Forming each other based on rulers and migrating borders and all kinds of things like that. But suddenly, yeah. And they each ended up wearing each other's garb at some point or appropriating each other's religion and everything else. But if someone from, like, Wisconsin wants to wear a sari? Yeah. No man. It's it's <laughs> and she did that without invading the country as well. Right? So that's the what's against me as well. There often there is violence associated with early appropriation, or at least part of that. And now it's like it's not even violent. It's just purely because you like the culture and people are having an issue with that. I don't know. If that's cool. Uh, Makes sense to me. I'm a white man. I don't know. Well, we always have to put that caveat in our discussions. Yeah. 
but it, it seems to me, and it goes along with you know other topics of discussion where whatever happened pre-recorded history is totally cool. Yeah. Well, if it happens now, then it's not cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in the appropriation that happened. Yeah. Oh, it's done. It's fine. Well, that's that's just part of culture. It's part of history. It's part of history. That was where we got the culture from. That's right. Everything since is like said stone. That's it. That's how they are now. That's exactly These right. These are the cultures. Yeah. Stick with it. If you don't like yours, tough luck. And this brings up the whole Rachel Donazel, the the girl that pretended to be black. Oh, that's good. Repeat that one. Repeat that one for our. Be the name? No, the story about the story. Her. Well, yeah. the story was, you know, there's a woman in America, United States, who felt really connected to African American culture. So she tanned herself and did up her hair and looked the part more or less and married a, like, a black guy and had kids and like was, I think even on the NAACP. What? At the end of LACP, which is like, mm. I think it's like college it's called basketball. basketball. <laughs> so what's the black? What's the black? Uh, defamation. Something against. Well, AAPT. She was on some on that non-basketball. Oh, yeah, also it's the same thing. <laughs> really. Um, anyway, so she got a lot of flack for that. She, she pretended, she, for all those purposes, stated she was black. Now, uh, initially it seemed ridiculous, and it is kind of ridiculous, but I don't know. I mean, is it, if you really find that you love a culture, if you're really into it, what's wrong with investing yourself in that culture? It's, it's a flattering thing, right? Like, yeah. I mean, again, to two European white guys chatting about this, but like, I don't know. I don't see the problem. That I think it's that that in that instance, it's a sign of. She ended up doing a lot for that culture as well, right? Like she was fighting for African American rights. And, yeah. And like, I don't know if you can really victim like uh, bully her on that. It's it's weird, sure, but I don't know. I think it's all right. I don't know. I'm, I draw a hard line on this issue. I don't know if there's such a thing as cultural appropriation, but I mean, I guess there is such a thing as it. But I don't think it's a bad thing. Um. I guess unless it's being done with the intent of ridicule, but outside of that specific instance, ridicule. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to sidetrack this, but ridicule itself is a pretty like rubbery term. And sure. Like sure. You got free speech on one side, and all of a sudden it's like hate speech on the other, and you're kind of like, well. Like, Again, I'm not doing, doing side like, violence. It's a, it's a big continuum, right? If you're doing like blackface with the intention of making it clear that African Americans are foolish individuals <laughs> you know who I don't know I'm not even sure what part of that is particularly offensive well okay it's just the connotations of, of okay, when, when it was done and, sure. and what it represented when it was done yeah and that's another problem I have with some of this is the issue not being so much about the act anymore but that people often say it's about the connotations of when something else was done it's like well alright I'm not referencing that. Like, if, if you go, for example, if you go to a party as Obama, as a white man, people bring up blackface as being something you're referencing. It's like, no, I'm not actually referencing that. I'm, I'm referencing the president of the United States right now. This is not going through a 1920s uh, like algorithm or, or like filter here. I'm, I'm literally just being him, right? Or like, if you want to be O.J. Simpson after the, after like the Bronco car chase. You're not doing that as an appropriation of black culture. You're not doing that to make fun of black people 
It is literally about O.J. Simpson specifically. And the thing is that he has very dark skin. Yes. <laughs> and to do a costume justice, you're going to have to do that, right? Like, I don't know. And that's, I mean, there's, you know... Uh, what if we were dressing up as, like, Damon Wayans in whiteface? <laughs> From white girls? Yes. <laughs> well, then we'd be getting into gender issues as well, right? So now we're getting into uh, transracial and transgender issues. Can, you, I, can I? We'd be can, making can I dress up as a black guy who's dressed up as a white guy? Uh, like Eddie Murphy? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think so. No problem with that. You, we, we can take that back. <laughs> My issue with Eddie Murphy uh, is that he's just not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my food's here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What about, uh, I think we've been good. So that's, thank you, Bradley. That's interesting. And I also, we, uh, I read much of the book Bradley recommended. Uh, I think it was called uh, People or something, or I don't know. Uh, I didn't read them. Sapiens. Oh, oh Sapiens. Sapiens? Someone else told me to read Sapiens. Um, and it was pretty, I, it, was, it was written, I think it was a bit like, like a uni thesis, like not completely professional. And it definitely has like uh, an air of self-publishing about it, but I thought it was interesting. And it definitely sort of gets into ideas about where culture comes from, and then I guess consequently the fact that culture is malleable, ever-changing, and no one owns culture. It's just something that comes and goes and mutates. So very interesting. Thank you, Bradley, for both the very good question. question, yes, and also the um, the patience to uh, wait a month, a month and a half for us to answer it. Yeah. Um, and what else did Bradley uh, mention? He mentioned banning of speakers. Banning of speakers. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I might have a little chat about this because I, I, Milo Yiannopoulos, who uh, very you love. Him? Well, no, I don't. I don't love him. But, but I, I, I think he's just playing impeccably. Um, but he's basically a, a very controversial, you know, alt-right figurehead. Yeah. Who is in the habit of getting banned from basically anywhere that he tries to speak in, or, or there are protests that make it you know, uh, public liability issue, so they get shut yeah. down. So at this point, his intention is to be banned. That's right. It's the best thing for him. And the, the idiocy of people on the left are that they don't appreciate that them shutting him down is fanning the flames for his, his fan base. Um, like and, and for example, the the thing where he was banned from not banned, but there was like these riots outside of Berkeley. I remember that was he was the, doing the, this is the thing that, that was started off. Yeah. He was doing the dangerous yeah. faggot tour or whatever it's called, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. Well, was it called the dangerous faggot? Mm -hmm. I don't think it was it. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Um, that was it. But um, so he was a relatively large thing online, but because of the riots, he got like tons of PR out of it, right? Heaps, like yeah. he, he was on Fox and he was on like you know heaps of heaps of you know mainstream There's television no stations. No such thing as bad press, right? Well, not in that because the people are like, what's this about? And then they realize that no wait, shit, they're trying to shut this guy down from speaking. It doesn't really matter what he's yeah. trying to say. No, really, and, my and, yeah, no, you don't. So, well, no, I mean that's kind of it. Like, yeah, the, the more people try to shut him down, the more he gets fans. People supporting him online, attention, attention, yep. and like 
they're playing right into his trap, basically. Uh, sure, yeah. I think this is a, um, a very nuanced issue. Because there's that side of it. Well, okay, so if we go back a step, you know, this idea of uh, people being banned, I think what we see are other people who... What's been the news of most is people who've been invited to speak and then uninvited to speak, right? Yeah. Which seems really odd to me that someone would be past muster to uh, speak at a campus and they've, they've been approved, it's all set up. What happened to Dawkins, right? What happened to Dawkins? What, 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 what these people what don't was that? change their thesis. It's not like they build up a lifetime of reputation and they're saying one kind of thing and then overnight they're like, that's it. Yeah. All at the window, I'm going to surprise them tomorrow. Or they say one thing, like, nothing changes. People start to complain, but they obviously met. They obviously met enough scrutiny to be able to speak in the first place, and this is about pressure. So, um, colleges succumbing to the pressure of of one faction of students who are saying this is inappropriate for whatever reason. And I think that's not right. I mean, not everything on the campus has to suit everyone on that campus, right? Like. That'd be, I don't know, is that any different than like a, a religious scholar speaking about the truth of their religion and having people say, you can't speak about that, that insults my religion? Yeah. For, for that, no, it's, for the Pope to come to campus is an affront to my Jewish history. You know, or like something like that. Well, I think, and, I remember the Dorcas thing. And then, and then you saying, you know what, you're right, we gotta play St. Paul on this one. We gotta, probably gotta tell him he can't come. Yeah. He's, uh, he's inciting dangerous ideas the, okay, for some rapid suits. I might suggest, see if you can find um, Douglas Murray on, I think he was being interviewed by Sam Harris, and you can find it on YouTube. That, that someone's I've, I've heard them all. Yeah. No, but someone's excised this particular rant that Douglas Murray does on the current state of university colleges, and it's like, it's the best. It's the greatest summary of about like, of he's ranting for about five, six minutes on SJW stuff. So uh, do yourself a favor, write Douglas Murray, Sam Harris, and see if you can find him, like, the first time he came on Sam Harris' podcast, just going off about, um, yeah, SJW culture. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I think we're all on, on the same page with this stuff. It's kind of a bit ridiculous. Um, but the, ridiculous, it's not liberal. Um, but see, what, what's, what it's making me do is reflect on my experience at uni and kind of also realizing that the, the people on the left, even from when we were there, it's like you you have this push towards being like a challenge. Who's the most left out there? Do you know what I mean? Like mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the leftist of them all almost, right? Like that's, that's kind of the, what happens just socially, right? You want to try to prove yourself more progressive than the person Until you before end you. Up in some yeah. And all of a sudden, you, you can't say, uh, you know, maybe open borders is not the greatest solution to everyone's problems. And they're like, okay, tell me more about that racist. And you're like, well, you know. And it's interesting that people on the right now have this sort of status of like envelope pushers. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're the, the, radi the radicals are now on the right. Like, well, the left is no longer radical because they're, because they're so, so ubiquitous. Well, we're, we're, we're calling them right, right? Well, well, okay, but sure, but it's all... The things that the people they're talking aren't even particularly right. No. We're calling them right uh, in relation to where the left is sitting now. But that's it. I...
It's a pity. Yeah. And now, at uni, I didn't see much of even any related because I was studying med, which is purely sciential. I was so far removed from the humanities, then, which is where this stuff had to happen, right? Yeah. Humanities, social sciences. I got nothing. Like I got, I was, you know, quarantined in upper campus at UNSW. We didn't see a lick of this kind of stuff. This kind of stuff, right? Yeah. There's nothing that can complain about. And it was over ten years ago, so it's a different climate now. But, um, but I certainly I did feel that that culture, and maybe it was the inner west of Sydney that it was the hells. Well, that's an interesting one because no, I mean she, she was conservative in many ways, like progressive in lots, but then religious, religious wise, it kind of bent her. Yeah. Anyway, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just wonder, yeah. Um, so, uh, it's... Yeah, I think it's dangerous. I think the idea of people have a free speech, freedom of speech gets branded around a lot. Um, yeah, I think it's important. Um, well, what, okay, so... But at the so same what, time, do we, like, you've got, I, think, I, think, I think it's okay to, to some extent, vet the ideas of someone's coming to campus, like... Well, what's the line? Because there is this, like, people decry... Hate speech is something that we can't. Yeah, sure. So, right? so the idea is, like, what if what if a neo-Nazi wasn't invited to speak on campus, right? Okay, so so that's a good question. Like, what 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 is unacceptable? I mean, inciting violence, people say that 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 is something we can't permit, right? You can't say everyone, yeah. let's gather and beat up this community of people here, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's probably a clear distinction there. About that, but well, like, how do you then say like, neo Nazis may not be advocating for violence, but they certainly are advocating for inequity, right? Or for exclusionary procedures. But see, that's the thing. A part of me is like, they should be allowed to do that. What's what's wrong with uh, advocating for something? Sure, but pol pol policy but on based ca on campus. That's the issue, right? I said, yeah, sure. They can say whatever they want. They can go on YouTube. Yeah, on, of course on campus. Where else? Where else is, are you meant to go and, and share ideas about this stuff? Do you know what I mean? Like the the, the, the great I don't know. The, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, I don't disagree with you. I'm just filling you out on this one. Filling you up. Yeah. Um, because I guess it comes down to does university have universities of brand? Do they have to make sure that things being said? When they taught and said, expressed within the campus, are on brand for them as a reflection of them and their position. Or, but their brand shifts depending on their, their student base, and, and you know their brand has changed over the last fifteen years based on the, this new SJW push from a, a new generation of kids, right? So it's not like they have a, a brand; they're just trying to appease their the student base. You know what I mean? So uh, the the ideal of a university is somewhere where you allow all like forms of discussion to be had and, and including those that might be exclusionary and so they could be challenged and be like you know what that's actually bullshit let me tell you why you know and okay that, I know that, that's extremely idealistic but yeah look, I think that would be a hard one to push no but but that with that being the ideal I think we should allow to some degree people to come in as a, as a you know discuss things from the very right wing like 
I heard someone speak about this, and had a, I think they had a good idea, which was, you let anyone speak, uh, but we, and you allow protesters as well. That's also part and parcel of freedom of speech. Sure. But you have to set up some sort of a, some base ground rules for respect, which is no interrupting the speaker. There's a section for protesters at the back of the whatever. So you can be there with the picket signs, but there's a place for you to do that, right? Um, I think that's okay. Okay, but ha so the protesters will have to respect the moments when the speaker is speaking and they're disagreeing with it? I mean, I agree. Like, it's, it's ridiculous that that... Uh, that yeah, work, but you, right? you have to, otherwise it's chaos. Because you have to afford the, the possibility that that person is not wrong or evil. Yeah. And may have some good ideas. No matter how, because they could be, they could be great people, right? And you have to give everyone the same rights. If they're, gonna, if, they're allowed, if they're going to be allowed to speak, they should be allowed to speak in the same terms. Yeah. And whether it's uh, the president coming to speak, or it's the head of the neo-Nazi party, unfortunately, mm -hmm. if you're going to have rules of engagement for speakers, I think you have to let them all have the same thing. I had that so, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a, it's a meaty topic. I don't know if we did it justice. Um, if we did it social justice. Uh, but that's where we, uh, mm. we, we agree. We're on the same page. Now, more importantly, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, no, well, I haven't well, seen it. You haven't seen it. I've seen it. I, uh, I did see, uh, like, probably my favorite Star Wars t-shirt. Like, basically, in the Star Wars font, it just said "pew pew," and then like above it, it said "pew pew," and below it, it said <laughs> like in the three different like the Star Wars font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B e w b e w. Cute, sure. I like it. Sure. I mean, this is uh, this is very important. To me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't appreciate you taking that lightly. Uh, yeah, briefly, I saw it a couple nights ago at the midnight showing. I think it's amongst the worst films I've ever seen. Right. And uh, to me, it marks a turning point, not only the series, but also in my life, wherein it's sort of confirming something for me now, something I know, which is that, you know, movies, especially these days, are just movies made by flawed people for money. And that's it. There is no... becoming a bitter old man, my friend, and yeah, I'm, I'm well, happy to be in your court. Well, the same. it's just how it is, you yeah. know. Like, there, there is no back? spiritual, uh, there is no, there is nothing that unites, but using this movie for example, but I've seen it in many other continued franchises or sequels, uh, 30 years later. This is actually a really interesting issue, right? This is something that I think about a lot. I've spoken to Chris Poe about this at, at length. Um, but well, I, feel like, I feel like people are going to be reflecting on the podcast three and saying that yeah. it's not really a patch on the first podcast. Well, no, this is the this is the hat trick, right? It's after this one. We'll see what happens. Okay, right. Well, no, if we this is the issue, right? So if we came back in twenty years and we sold the rights on the podcast to someone else, yeah, but it was officially called the podcast. Um, and they would do it, and let's say it wasn't as good. Probably it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the same, right? It'd probably be better, let's be honest. It's, it's a good chance it'd be better, yeah. but let's say... Let's say it's not. Let's say it's not. It can be better, it's going to be a lot worse. People would be up in arms, this is no good, how can you do this in the series? Yeah. You know, you've ruined the series. We go, well, but is it the series? Like, we're not involved anymore. Sure, by name, it's the same thing, but 
But what does that mean? What is the what is the what is the what is the there is no tangible continued thread between these things, right? Well, Besides an imagined one, one that is sold to you as this is the same thing. Um, so I was saying, I think I was talking to Chris about this a while ago. Let's say you're an artist and you make something, a series of works, right? Um, and then you die. But let's say those works you make can be copied exactly. I mean, let's say they're not paintings. Let's say they're sculptures that can be exactly the same, right? Um, well, is that the same as the original artist's work or not? What's the difference? Is there a, we're discussing a spiritual legacy or lineage to the work, yeah. or is something that's tangible? Yeah. It's not tangible, and it's, it's hard to argue whether something is the same or not the same anymore, right? Um, so this is true. The Star Wars films now. It's like it feels like, oh my god, I can't believe we we take these things that are happening now as being real and canonical, biblical even, right? This is what they've done to this series of movies. Like, oh, they just made another movie. That's all this is. It's not a movie that looks and feels a little bit like it, but that's, it's, there's nothing more than that. It's just a movie. And it doesn't change. You can't retcon the past in these things, you know? Um, and so I see this as just, you know, money grab. It's associated by name and by a few faces, but it's really doesn't mean it. It's a whole new it's a whole new brain behind it, right? There isn't a single person involved in this that was involved in the and anything else. There's no reason to believe this. None of this is premeditated. None of these ideas or stories were thought of 30 years ago when the originals were being made. You know, it's just all like, oh my god, I can't believe this is how it actually ends. Like, no, this isn't how it ends. <laughs> this is what was made up six months ago just by some dude. It was just some guy that made it up. One guy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay, no, what do you mean? Like, well, it was this is part of this. Well, this, this is a, a representation of the initial story, right? Like, isn't this... It's in, in the sense that someone bought the rights to call something Star Wars and found their own actors and directors yeah. and have the rights to the logo and the names. But wasn't that... I thought there was not like a... This is someone that's never seen... A, well, no, I have seen a Star Wars movie. I hope you have. I have. I've seen the original three. Okay. Um, but I thought there were, there were nine. That was like the story. It was already like nine... Um, it's, been, it's been told... It's been so... Years ago... It was sold that Lucas had all, oh, I had all, all nine. nine worked out. But they picked the, the middle three because they were the most um, commercial, Cap most, most, whatever, yeah. That was, that was why. It became sort of clear uh, when he made the new one, the, the prequels, 10 or 15 years ago. He may have had a rough outline of what happened beforehand or rough, very loose ideas, but he probably didn't really have them scripted out. And then there's an idea that was the seven, eight, nine planned out as well. But Lucasfilm was bought by Disney a couple yeah, years ago, right. right? And so, so this is just, apparently, yeah, Lucas so this is what sat saying, in yeah. and gave them like some tips. He's like, "This is how I see right. Always, I thought it would go." And there are novels that he didn't write, but he okayed. They were written thirty years ago. Yeah, to, to follow it up. So there's tons of background information. And Disney said. Thanks, but no thanks. Well, we got it we got, we got this one. We got this one. Uh, maybe after the prequels, probably a good idea to not listen to Lucas, right? Uh, but at the same time, for these ones, I think I would have liked his input. Was it like Aladdin in it somewhere? And... <laughs> it may as well have been. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it may as well. Uh, it was, it was, it was a hair it was horrendous. But let's, let's bring it to the, to the point about that Brad was uh, sort of incising earlier about the SJW factor. Well, because SJW, so... If we were to do, like, this justice 
in the SJW world to spot the podcast. We have to have we one woman. Yeah. Well, we have to have one oh. woman and one guy, and then at various intervals we have to change them out in various ethnicities to approximate in the proportion that there is population in the world. Well, yes, so, and in the new film, I felt as a white men were underrepresented. <laughs> and that was a problem. Try and sell that one. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've read some reviews and they go on about how um, this is just a, a response to the current SJW um, epidemic that's happening. And like it's incredibly multiracial and multi So it was basically like a Captain Planet style casting. Completely. Was, yeah. Completely. And Star Wars has always been pretty good in terms of, I think, ethnicity. Like, they've had a diverse cast and strong female leads and whatever else. More than many did for that time. But now it just feels like it feels bloated. Forced, badly scripted. Uh, the, the issues. I don't want bored people. The issues go on. Uh, I was quite angry. I'm quite hurt. By the whole process. But it's been a coming of age experience for me to realize that you can divorce yourself from these things. Yeah. And it, it means nothing. Uh, what else we got? Oh, well, okay. I'm, we're, we're at a restaurant, by the way, and I'm done eating. What we might do is we walk back to yours, carrying this. No, no, that's okay. a bad idea. Yeah, that's probably not. That's a fall wind happen. Yeah. Uh, well, look, let, let's let's just chill for a sec because we'll, okay. we'll 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 wrap this up, but I, I will get to fill in our uh, base of avid oh, listeners about what we, happened. Yep. Yeah, well, before we do that, stuff. I want to give a shout out before I forget. Oh, do it. Um, next week we are. At as a response to the overwhelming success of this podcast <laughs> and the popularity, uh, we are in fact having our first fan meet and greet <laughs> next week in Paris, France, where uh, one lucky fan <laughs> will get to spend the week with me. <laughs> um, that fan is Christopher Vaux. He won uh, the, uh, the meet and greet uh, raffle. Uh, it was tight, <laughs> and if I understand correctly, this particular fan has never actually listened to the podcast, <laughs> making him a very unique fan indeed. Uh, so I can't wait to meet up with Chris and, and, and talk his ear off about all the things <laughs> that we talked about. He's got one week with me. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure he gets a t-shirt. <laughs> we'll, send a, we'll give him a t-shirt uh, to take home with him, and we'll get a photo uh, for our Instagram <laughs> so, Chris, I look forward to seeing you. Congratulations on your win. Um, and my apologies to all the guys who entered and didn't win. Uh, I'm sure I'll become your town <laughs> soon. <laughs> we'll keep you guys posted of any up and coming uh, well, we've got a uh, show. live events. We do have a live show happening in, uh, in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. We have a uh, J- January, January 10, in, uh, more or less. January, yeah, Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai. We have a, our first live event. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we'll post details up on the, uh, on the, on the Twitter. Yeah. On the, on the, uh, and it will be an English language event, just, just to be clear. We, uh, yeah, we've had a huge amount of support from Northern Thailand <laughs> for the podcast. Uh, Surprising amount of support. Uh, they are big fans. A lot of questions, uh, and we can't wait to go and uh, give them the show a lot. Uh, so that's coming to you in a few weeks. Anything else? Either housekeeping to take care. Of? Uh, I think we're good. Okay. Um, okay. So, so if we want to 
finish off the story about the lentils. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Do, 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 do you want to do an no, let's just do it. Okay. Right. Let's get this over with. It's, yeah. a, it's a pretty small story, but basically, yeah. um, I can't remember where, where, where quite I left it. But the, had I gone to have a chat with the two, uh, the, the general manager. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had a chat with the general manager and um, the uh, volunteer coordinator about it all, and they were very lo- lovely. They were really good about it because they basically received an email from this girl who was on my case about emotionally abusing her and all this kind of stuff. Um, And yeah, so they they basically made me appreciate that um, as a floor manager, as someone in a position of perceived authority. Did you say floor or flaw? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, right. I'll put F L O O R on any CV that I put together. Including. But in reality, you know that you're a flaw manager. manager. Yeah. Barely managing your own flaws. That's right. Um, human. That's okay. Anyway, it's a, it's a pretty boring end to the story. But but um, the volunteer coordinator who was getting her emails was basically she was on my side about it. She was kind of like, look, like, like this this person's obviously not. Um, of sound mind, but you have to protect yourself in these situations sure. and realize that, like, you know, don't. don't you may not be yourself, so cool about this next time. Yeah, well, the next no, people, no, 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 the next people won't be so cool. Maybe. Well, yeah. Right? She was like, you know, when you were teaching at Sydney Uni, did you ever, like, have it off with any of your students? And I was like, yep. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> and she looked at me and was like, oh, uh, dude, like, you're not helping me. <laughs> I want to be on your side here, but. Okay, sex offender. Yep, he yeah. is in fact a sex offender. Well, right. uh, uh, um, authority abuser. You know, you know regular all these, all these huge positions of authority. Regular abuser. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, anyway, so there, there was I was meeting up with a uh, bunch of mates upstairs, uh, mentors, and um, I got there early and went upstairs and saw yeah. this girl that. Oh, she was there. She was there, so wow. I had to leave and whatever. Yeah. And it was actually the head chef's last night in Lentil, so it was a big thing that I missed. And the I can't believe in this divorce she got lentils. Sorry? I can't believe in the divorce she, she got, got lentils. lentils. Exactly, right? What the hell? Um, but anyway, the, the, the volunteer corner saw, saw me leave and was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, whatever. Uh, so whatever. Insert her name here. Yeah. It's upstairs. Um, and we'll call her Jillian. It's me, sir. Huh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're on my side, and this girl still sort of pops in and out and stuff. Um, I'm not going to avoid her anymore. I'm just going to rock up and just yep. be like, whatever. Do I be your own man? Yeah. Yep. Um, didn't do anything wrong. So I, I took. I did take some time off from um, you know uh-huh. being a floor manager. And I might yep. come back next year and do yep. it again. Um, but there is a lesson to be learned, and I'm, I'm taking it like as something I've got to Tart. recognize, which yeah. is. Only if you are, you know, really certain that this person's you got something solid with someone in a work environment, yeah, then do anything because, sure. yeah. oh man, that whole shit where you work thing, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. No, you don't want to eat shit where you work. Yeah. Um, especially, yeah, I don't know. So that's not a particularly exciting end of that story, but no, um, no, but it's nice to hear something resolved. Um, it's nice that it ended in a way that wasn't particularly exciting. Right? Well, that's right, yeah. Rather than I mean, as much as our listeners would have loved to hear some drama, I mean, you wouldn't want, you, you would not have wanted this to end in a way that was exciting. No. Good. Okay. Um, this morning, I had a small... Although, although actually, before we, before we get there, yeah. like, there's now, like, a new head chef who's, like, a total babe. 
dude. Yeah. But but she's the head chef. So oh, what's the other way? Is she your boss? She see you too? Sure. Well, I'm now, I'm now just a volunteer. I was I was volunteering in the kitchen the other day. Ah, uh, <laughs> you're shifting. So now. I'm basically going for a big compensation payout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to suck her in. You're filthy. <laughs> Plead. You're a flawed human being. Yeah. Um, this morning, I had a small run-in with the law. Okay. I don't think I don't think my lawyer, uh, Daniel Krakmalik, of Daniel Krakmalik, Krakmalik and Sons, listens to this podcast. Um, I'm not sure if he should or shouldn't, but um, I was parked at a light, and I was texting my cousin on the Facebook Messenger app, and uh, and a cop pulled me over for using my phone in the car. Um, and I was like, look, I've, I've been waiting for this to happen for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm a prolific phone car user. It's a terrible thing. I'm kind of thinking, that if I was in that situation, I'd just be like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Give, give me the ticket. I'm like, what, what, what am I going to argue? Well, well, I didn't do it? No. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? So it's not what you can say. So he pulls me over. It was nice enough, but it was a bit of a dick. I mean, they're always... Oh, they kind of... Yeah. The authority of play, always you feel like it's going to be a dick. And you're a criminal in that situation, right? To, to be fair, like... If you're texting on in a car, like it's pretty poor, like it's poor form, like for me. Yeah, exactly. Totally, Absolutely. totally. Uh, yes. It, it, <laughs> well, well here's the thing. All right, so yeah, me culpa, guilty. I, I did it. So he pulls me over and he says, uh, you know, you were using your phone, you were texting, and uh, he's like, I have it on camera. So you're doing it. Um, I'm recording this, by the way. I asked him this for a podcast <laughs> and wet mic he was using because I'm currently in the market to buy one. Um, we didn't carry on that conversation. Uh, he and so I said, "Oh, at the lights." And he's like, "Yeah." He said, "You were on your phone." Um, I think I light, and then you move forward again. You move forward, and then as, as like as cars ahead of me went ahead, I put my down. I drove forward, and then when I came to stop again, I was back on my phone to continue that. Texting, and I was like, okay, cool. I was like, why is it cool? But I was like, yeah. uh, okay, sure. Um, you got footage of all that, and he's like, yeah, you had like, you know, looks like you're texting, blue writing on the screen. And I was like, it sounds kind of dangerous for you to be videotaping me. <laughs> no, but I felt like saying it. I was like, what the hell are you videotaping me? Like, this yeah. doesn't sound very safe. Yeah, one of those old JVC camcorders yeah, with two like, hands as well. That's more double standards here, right? <laughs> And I was like, oh, look, to be honest, and this is true, um, I wasn't clear on the fact that texting while huh, I stopped at say a light or whatever was illegal. Dude, how do you not know that? Well, why would it be? Well, it, it, because it's just generally easier for them to say, well, like, yeah, sure. blanket case, no fucking I don't like blanket case. Yeah, but... But also, like, for, for generally for people, if you're sort of halfway through a text when the, when the light goes green, what, you're going to just put it down and forget about it until you stop? No, people are going to be tempted to finish off the message while they're driving slowly and stuff. So. Um, pre- predictive human behavior isn't part of it. I don't think. And he's like, it's like no, it's just, no, it's not what it is. But it's just, it's just easier to be a blanket case where it's like, if yeah, you're sure. on your phone in sure. the car, you're done. And sure. That's, and I'm arguing that what I did was not wrong. It was illegal, sure, because they made up rules to make things easier for them. I don't really see what is dangerous about me texting while I'm in traffic, stopping the light. 
Okay, so the, the light goes green and you don't notice and you're like texting on the phone. Yeah, I mean, um, you could be fiddling with a radio or doing sure, some other sure. things. Sure, sure. So, um, so, so I'm... Yeah. Exactly. And you what else? Like, taxi drivers, Uber drivers have like three phones glued to their like dashboard, right? Yeah. And they're like hacking the road system at all times while they're driving, right? Like, they're picking up, they're, they're picking up rides, they're nap, napping, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and that's fine. But so my, my question to you is, are you saying that you're, you're not wrong or that what he saw you doing was not wrong? Because um, do you text while you're driving? Because I, I would say you probably do. I do, yes. Yeah, well, I, do, I do times. No, and sure, he, I, I, I've had this coming for a while and I would definitely take it more seriously now after that happened. But what he caught me doing, in principle, aside from dangerous. the law, it's not dangerous and it's not wrong. I don't think. Like, yeah, texting while you're driving is wrong. It is dangerous. You are risking people around you and your own life, right? Totally get that. If you text while you're parked, I think the worst thing you can do is be slow on the, the go at a green light. And it, you'll make people behind you angry, right? But you could be doing that on the radio. You could be doing that talking to your wife and your kid's fucking filthy face, right? Or, like, any of that, can, which isn't illegal. So I don't, I just don't really see why what I did was four demerit points okay. by the way okay well fair enough so but, what but, I'm concerned about is I, uh, so look I'm fine four points two hundred bucks I don't really care I deserve it I get it right um, mainly for past uh, indiscretions but what I'm hoping he doesn't do is say you were texting once and then you drove and then you texted again that's two offenses I doubt he would but if he did, that's eight demerit points on top of three I had from a few years ago, which is like three out of 13, not a big deal. Suddenly you add eight to that, I have I'm 11 out of 13. For sending texts while parked, something that's not even dangerous and is a matter of efficiency for policing of people. Like, that is, if that's what goes down, that is a pretty shitty situation. How about this? Let me throw this into your uh, little meat grinder. Yeah. If you text while you're driving, yeah. you're, you're necessarily some part of you, and this is, this is, you know, along the same lines of me not having a smartphone generally. Yeah. Like, part of your consciousness is in the message even when you're driving, right? So you're less, uh, you, you are less you are attentive. Out a, you are out on a limb. You don't reckon? There's uh, some degree you're, if, yeah, if you Yeah, no, are, sure. But then, then suddenly that's like, you have to make illegal anything in your life <laughs> whose distraction could carry with you onto the road. So you can't leave, you can't, you shouldn't be able to get in the car for several hours after working. <laughs> Unless you are carrying some, some stress home with you from work, right? You shouldn't get in the car after speaking to humans for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, you need to have this quarantine system where you exercise, like, like a Scientology e-meter where you like de-stress and like okay, wait, cleanse no, yourself okay. oh, alright you got me you got that me that is okay. impractical how about this one you stopped at a red light and then there's something in front of you which is like happened and you don't know because you are on the phone there's sure. someone like, a, like someone's fallen in front of your car or something yeah. or whatever right I mean as implausible as that might seem yeah then the light goes green and you haven't been paying attention yeah, for the last well, yeah um yeah, okay sure Sure. That could happen. Uh, yeah, I guess that could happen. That's an extreme situation, but it could happen. Um, I generally don't think what I did was wrong. 
and, and you could also create situations like that that don't break laws, where you can end up hurting someone um, because something happened. No, but I think we can agree that these laws are in place for the practical outcomes as opposed to it being correct yes. in some yes. kind of like yes. yeah, you know, no, nebulous totally. way. Like, and, and I also think we can both agree that smartphones are way more attention distracting than other things in the car. Like, even a baby crying or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, oh, dude, since that happened this morning, I've been like, okay, that's it. You know, I've learned my lesson. I should not be engaging, texting, walk, yeah. stop. So, so even with, if, I, with that, even if I disagree with it, yeah. I, I'm not going to do it, mainly because I, I can get busted. It has been a real struggle not to. Like, I get, I've got a podcast going, uh, you know, or music playing, and I'm still... You want to skip it? You want to like... Uh, no, I'm, I still want to check my email, answer that message. Like, it's really hard I'm sitting idle yeah. to not be... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, online like that. Yeah, well... I've got a problem. I, I totally could see that, which is why, look, I'll take the I'll take the ticket and the four points. But, but I think, I think if he gives me two... Okay, I'm, well gonna, I'm gonna fight that and be like, this is not the spirit. First, like, I don't think that's the spirit of the law. <laughs> and then I'd be like, doesn't make sense that uh, I would get lose eight points for doing something which isn't dangerous, being stationary. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. And it's the same penalty if I was like texting in a school zone while moving. Okay. And that is, and so there's the other issue. The yeah, the, the further issue here is uh, punishment v crime. Right, which is like, yeah, it's sure. It's not wrong. a progressive scale. No, it's like you could be, you could be Uniform. flying, you could be going like eighty, you know, and like playing Jenga or something on but your th- phone. See, here's, here's the thing: or you're falling apart. Because you, you you agree that iPhones are ridiculously addictive and attention demanding. Yes. Right. You agree that laws in place don't need to be necessarily like in some kind of grander scale correct they just need to be effective and that's important right so, so the, uh, fact, the fact that you're now thinking I shouldn't be on my phone so, so I the don't, reason why you're I don't doing completely these, agree with that second thing you don't think so? no that road traffic all that kind of law, laws based on that are no I conceded you that to do specifically sure, that's why with they, their outcome no I said that's why they do it so the wrong, wrongness, maximizing efficiency. I think your, your your whole lens of looking at why you're getting this is, is, is in this like rightness and wrongness, which might not be the correct no, 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 way no, of looking at it. No, but no, remember, I'm not arguing that I deserve something, but I deeply think, feel that there should be a, a slot number one, a sliding scale in this. Yeah, look, it's not great what I was doing, and it's and you have to forget that I do this all the time while I'm moving and elsewhere, right? Well, no, I don't think we can because well, the, the fact, the fact now, no, no, because you have to. no, no, I'll tell you why, why I'm not, not going to forget that because the fact that you're doing it while stopping means that, and we both know this is true, anyone that's doing it while stopping is going to keep doing it when they're driving. That's just reality. No, okay, that but, is a reality. Yeah, you, you but, okay. Okay. but no other crimes work on that principle that if you get arrested for something, then there's also an assumption that you do it all the time. Uh, what about like carrying a weapon? Like in Australia, that's a crime. Yeah, it's a crime, but you don't get punished on the on the idea that you probably do it all the time. No, but, but, for but, but, on so why, why why is it a crime for me to have a weapon? I'm not going to use it to kill someone. It's the same thing. That's not dangerous. What am I going to do with a gun? Why do you got that gun? Yeah, no, I, I don't agree with you on that. Um, and 
let's throw a, a yeah. poll out to our listeners. I don't, yeah, I think we should. Uh, poll dancer. Um, I think that we, we don't have a pre-crime unit here. This is a minority report. Uh, no, but, but you have so to explain, only... explain why I can't carry a gun in Australia. I can't. I'm not allowed to. Um, well, I don't personally believe in the idea of personal gun ownership in town, you know, for civilians. In the first place. I don't believe that anyone in a car should have a smartphone on them. What's the difference in that? You could have told me those are two different situations. Okay, no. It's, it's not, yeah. it's not, yeah, you know, okay, I'm not fine. using my gun in, right. in a social situation. Sure. You know, I'm just, I've just got it on me. Um, I would be happier, what you're saying, with a stronger legislation around those rules saying you just can't have it because they're distracting. There, that is the rule. No, it's not. You, you, <laughs> what do you mean? You can't you can't touch your phone while you're in the car. That's it. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to have your phone in your hands. That, I mean, it's I don't hard, drive. It's, it's I don't know too that's artificial. artificial. I don't know. I don't like. I feel like this is, a, this is a hollow point you're trying to make here. I uh, I just I don't I think I don't think like say in a situation where it's like you touch your phone versus you're driving with it at speed and texting and all the road. Those are completely What if you were really skilled at multitasking? Why, why and, and it's like super not dangerous for you to do that. Why can't you just plead that it's not dangerous for me? Because well, I'm, you're still driving impaired versus how you normally drive. You're driving what? You're, you'll always be impaired. You're splitting your attention. Yeah, but on some level we have to make an assumption that everyone's the same level of impairment so we're going to get the same penalty, right? I mean, that's just natural. So you're saying that it's like... You know, there should be some kind of gradient scale as to like how much we punish someone for doing... You know, I mean, we do that for speeding, obviously, because it's you, you get booked at the exact well, level. Speeding, of speed. speeding's a good example. I think speeding's the probably the best corollary to this, which is okay, there's different, okay. bra- but there's different speeding bra- and drinking as well. There's different drinking. Brackets. Let's not get distracted by the gradient argument, because I'm going back to the first argument. No, but it is no, no, but it is a gradient. It should be a gradient, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but they don't treat it that way. I don't know why phones are so different and say, "I think it's good." Speeding and drinking, right? They bracket. No, you can argue that they shouldn't practice them. That it should be you speed, you speed. That's it. And you can also argue that you drink zero tolerance, like the pee players. I got I got done on the zero tolerance thing. You know, um, at Will's twenty first. Okay, so if, but so why those are bracketed and they've said, look, we agree that there's varying degrees of impairment and wrongness in this activity, right? Yes. But for phones, they don't do that. It's like because you touch your no- phone. Because there's no, that, that, because it's only then what the police officer saw. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's no metric. Whereas with, with blood alcohol, it's like there's the reading, and with speed, it's yeah, like that's sure. what I clocked on you. Yeah, sure, but it's, but it's when they caught you. It's the same thing. Yeah, but that will the same thing. But then you can be like, what's I wasn't. What's if it's doing a speed test? And they've got the camera on you on this end. No, but, but you're not going to say, I'm sorry, I didn't blow that blood alcohol. No, like, but you can't he's, disagree no, with but that. But if someone's like, I saw you, I saw you doing it while you're driving, and you're like, I wasn't doing it while I was driving. I was just doing it while I was stopped. And he's like, yeah. no, but I, you know, well, I'm no, but, a cop and no, I but, say so. And it's but, like, well, well it's let's argue now. it now. Well, no, but the idea is that at least what he told me, I'm not even sure it's true, was that he has footage of what I was doing, right? So the evidence is on camera that I was stopped, and this is how this is how it went down. And that I wasn't texting while I was driving. He. he Acknowledged I wasn't texting while I was driving. This was a this was an issue of he acknowledged that I was stopped and I didn't argue with him, right? And I'm saying that it is way more dangerous for me to be driving and texting 
yeah, they'd so be okay, doing that. So, and so, it's the okay, same here we go, penalty. here we go. So what, what, you're, what you're thinking of is the, the, the reason why the penalties are imposed is to do, some, do with some kind of like danger element of it, right? Uh, yeah. But my argument is that the penalty ascribed to these things is not to do with the danger of the actual thing, the danger of the actual, you know, yeah. but to do with like the policy implications, of the, like the effect on outcomes in terms of less deaths on the road, right? So sure. if you if you stop someone from using a phone at a light and say that's a four point penalty, yeah. the effect of that is to stop them doing that at light, at you know, red lights, and hence doing it at all, right? Yeah, sure. But, but if you make that a lighter penalty, then people might do it at lights and then sure. but how was still do it, still do it sure. on the road. Because how was that different to drink driving? What do you mean? They let people have alcohol before getting in the car. Yeah, because... It'd be safer. It would definitely be safer if they made it zero tolerance for no, no, everyone no, at all see, time. See, if, if, if you drink a little bit, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean for the same car trip you might be at a high alcohol level at some other point in the car trip, right? But if you just use your smartphone at the red light, at some other point in that car trip, you're going to be using the smartphone, not at the red light. I don't, I don't like I don't like the assumption you're making. I don't think you can Of course, that. but it's, it's, I don't it's think you're true. allowed to make it's that true. assumption. So do you, you think there are people out there that whenever they're like driving, they will never look at their smartphones? Do you reckon someone, people have the, the willpower? It's like, I'm only going to look at it when I'm... Yeah, but again, like the dream no, no, driver... answer the question. Answer the question. Do you think there are people out there that, that can only on their smartphones, be on their smartphones when they're stopped, and then have the willpower to completely shut off when they're driving? Um, it's unlikely. Okay, well then right. you've answered my question, right? So if you sure. stop people doing it at the lights, then you've necessarily stopped them having the phone in any yeah, look, capacity I, at all. So sure. it's, it's an outcomes-based punishment, not a danger-based punishment, because danger or not, like, the outcomes of what, of what matters, right? Whether it's dangerous or not. But can't you look at dr uh, drink driving in the same way? They're not looking at the alcohol limit at the time they catch you, or they, they breathe, but the sheer fact that they let you drink before getting a car means that you could end up, that is, you could end up significantly over the limit by the fact that you're allowed, you think you're allowed to get in the car and drink, right? So they've opened up in the same way, they've opened up the floodgates. I think you're bringing up a straw man here, because I, 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 I am. I think it's that different. I, I, I think it's if I if I agree with if I agree with you, it doesn't make you right about this phone. Um, the fact that the fact that both of them are wrong doesn't mean that you know what I mean. Like I, I'm not yes. so sure I, I disagree with but, what you're no, saying but, about. But remember, now we're not discussing wrongness; we're discussing policy and outcomes. And the idea is to argue about one in the context of the legislation that we have, right? So we're not talking about wrongness; we're talking about the legislation. Yeah. Okay. okay so I, I'm happy to accept an argument. Is that, is that what, what, what why, has, what, why? Why I'm right about the phones is also why the alcohol should be changed as well. Like I'm happy to accept that. No, no, I don't but, think. Okay. Yeah. No. Fine. But I would sooner see alcohol. Like, yeah, I get it. If, you, if you're gonna do it that way, then you gotta change the alcohol to go with it. But it just seems like a double standard. It seems inconsistent. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I look. Ultimately, I probably agree with you that it's, it's dangerous and they're a huge distraction. Um, but I also actually think that alcohol should probably be zero tolerance on the roads as well. Frankly, I think it's. I think you're playing with fire to invite people to step into that that uh, that drinking zone. And, you know, like you're, I think you're dancing with the devil. And you're like, yeah, you can drink. Yeah. But unless you drink within these BAC limits three. <laughs> yeah. For if you go over these. <laughs> In twain, your life shall be made difficult. But thrice, 
your life shall be over. <laughs> it's like a curse, right? It's, like, it's, it's very like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's very, it's a weird thing. I think it's like, some things, zero tolerance is okay, you look at outcome measures. Um, we do a lot of drugs, just plain and simple, right? Um, but we have a lot of inconsistency in how we treat a lot of different things, right? Um, and this is an example of that, where it's inconsistent. Okay, and I'd, I'd, so rather, I'd rather give this, away though, right? uh, yeah. so, so, for the alcohol argument, there, there might be some, like, I mean, imagine you had, like, a freaking, I don't know, some kind of dessert. Dory's place. Yeah, something like that, right? Like, well, not, not, a, not a drink, but like a dessert with some sure. I don't drink dessert, eat desserts with alcohol. But some people do, and sure. like, you're going to say, okay, I can't drive after that because I might read 0.0 something, you know, like, yeah. they, they need to put, if they're going to ping people for driving with alcohol, they actually need to have a buffer on the bottom end because it's just like, well, the people might not know that even they're, drunk, right? Their buffer's pretty big, though, to be honest. Sure. It's but, a few drinks worth. It's not like, eat a cherry ripe. It's not like Mr. I, I have to. I would think about it, but I'm not, I think there is a difference here between alcohol and between phone usage. Like the, to have rules in place that make people aware that there should be no phones at all in, when you're driving. I think yeah. is really important. Sure. With the alcohol thing, you might have to accept that from a practical standpoint, alcohol is such a part of our current human existence that it's just not possible. So are phones. Yeah, okay, but more yeah, so. That's a point. Phones but, are a bigger part of our day, our life. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll accept that that's not a okay. good argument from my, my okay. side. But. Look, think about it. I think we've uh, we've beaten this one to death for now. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're probably just boring people now. We're arguing with each other, not, uh, not enriching our listeners' lives. But that's what happened to me today. Uh, listeners, uh, oh, but I did have an idea around it, right? Because necessity is mother of invention, and I was like, <laughs> so now you're gonna need a license. <laughs> Here's my idea. Get ready. If I put uh, my windows are not tinted on my car, right? But I could have tinted windows. If I put a polarized tinted cover on my window, which you can have, I bought polarized tinted sticky adhesive stuff before, right? Yep. Um, and then I put a polarized... Yeah, no, no, okay, sorry. So wrap it up, wrap it up real quick, bro. Okay, cool. But yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, if I put a polarized screen cover on my phone that's uh, polarized in the, in, the, in the perpendicular plane to my windows, anyone looking through my window will just see a black screen no matter what's on. Right. Right? So, no matter what, I can have my phone like just like right in front of my face. Yeah. And you won't see it on. Because it it'll actually... It'll, it'll black out whatever is under that polarized but filter. polarization works both ways on the glass, presumably, right? Well, yeah, the difference is that I'm not looking through the glass of my car, right? So I've only got a single filter through my on, the, on my screen cover, so I can read it fine. Yeah. It's like looking at your, your phone with polarized glasses on. It's fine. You can, read, you can still read it. Right. But you put a second filter uh, in, in a perpendicular plane to that first filter, and it cuts out 100%, right? So you have one filter like this here, one filter like this here, and they can't see what your phone has. Okay, you've lost me on the filters, but I'll believe you that that works. Yeah, no, it's like, it's super simple and it totally works. So what I'm going to do is rig up my whole system so I can text and talk to the car. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just going to be 
Now totally like it's going way worse than ever before. <laughs> Just flagrantly violating the law at all times. I'll be probably naked in my car. <laughs> They'll be like, sir, there's no polarized filter on your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> we can see that you're naked. I just can't see your phone screen. Oh. <laughs> I got a little carried away. <laughs> we don't really have but a cool. rule for this. But, but it's like a, it's a selective blackout. And I wonder if I can even sell that. Well, I can sell... I mean, I guess you can buy, like, police radars and stuff, right? Totally, right? Yeah, so there's, there's a market for people that want to get, GTA like... GTA told me anything. Yeah, so there's a, there's a market for people who want to buy, like, those, yeah, um, radar scramblers or radar detectors or, like... Um, those screens for your license plate so they can't get read by cameras. But they right. like, reflect the light yeah. from the camera so they can't actually pick up your thing. There's a market for people to have those kinds of things. I think I could probably sell uh, a system for car texting. Now, I would be a horrible person because I would probably be responsible for some deaths. <laughs> That's true. Not necessarily my own, but for someone else, a less responsible driver. <laughs> so who can handle the uh, the taxing demands of in car texting and driving? I like it. I would uh, purchase it myself with my phone. <laughs> Good text. Yeah. And I had a car. <laughs> you can put it on your windows so people can't see you texting from outside. <laughs> They'd be like, "That just Zeltzer. I check his window every morning. He never even has his phone on. <laughs> it's always off." All right, let's wrap this up. I think let's we're done. Okay. Um, feel free to, uh, to write, write in. Or, uh, <laughs> or book or tickets to uh, Thailand. There's still, got the, there's still tickets available, I think, to our show. <laughs> yep, they are selling out fast. Uh, but uh, please, uh, we'll, we'll update our Twitter account and the website. Um, um, stay tuned for upcoming shows in your area. <laughs> and uh, if you have any requests for cities to visit, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love to... Uh, we love being on the road. We love, we love talking to our listeners. And remember to, to like us and, uh, you know, yeah. share it. Actually, no, don't share it with anyone. <laughs> don't share it with and anyone. And if you want to hear our show uh, ad-free, uh, be sure to follow us on uh, Patreon. <laughs> um, we would like to bring the show to you ad-free, uh, the way it was intended. Uh, <laughs> Dude, we forgot to do the ad at the beginning. But like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. We're gonna start doing. Uh, we're, we're gonna have to start doing ads uh, from the next one. So if you want, if you enjoy hearing us ad free, um, please subscribe to our feed on Patreon or on YouTube Red. Yeah. If you want a basically a black screen with us talking. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, this is uh, Justin signing off. Oh, this is Justin signing off. Well, I guess he didn't say that. No. Well, that's right. That's why I paused. All right. Let's go.